Shalom to all. Today's office is Kuf Kuf Aleph. We are starting Kuf Amud Bey's nine lines up from the bottom with a brand new Mishnah. And today's office sponsor Lilui Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sar, Basar Yaakov Moshe, Hernish Shalom should have an Aliyah. Lilui Nishmas, Mars Fredechaya Bela, Basar Yitzchak Tzvi, Hernish Shalom should have an Aliyah. Lilui Nishmas, Reb Shimon Ben Rabbi Avram Leib, his Nishmas should have an Aliyah. And the Mishnah says, Hama Enes Hashniyah Ve'Ilanis, all these women, and Lehem Kesuba Ve'Leperes Ve'Mizonis Ve'Belois, they don't get all these things. So let's explain this one by one. With Enes, we know what that is already. There's a girl who's a Ketana. She was married off by her mother or brother. She's able to walk out of that marriage if she. She wants to. When she walks out, that's called mion. Ashni is an isra arayas derabanan. That means she and her husband have an isra to be married to each other. They have an isra arayas, but it's only derabanan. And Islandis is a woman who can't have children. So all these women don't get aksuba. Omaenis is not going to get aksuba because she's the one walking out on her husband. Why should he have to give her aksuba? Ashniya doesn't get aksuba. That's even if he divorces her. That's because we knas her and we say that she's at fault for this marriage. Why is that? That's because we know that women are more eager to marry than men, and a child from this marriage is not a mamzer. So she has no compunctions about marrying him. Therefore, we knas her that she loses her ksuba. An islandist loses her ksuba because it's a mechachtois. He didn't know that she was an islandist, so she doesn't get a ksuba. Now, what Paris is referring to over here in the Mishnah is her benefit from the fact that he gets her Paris, which is his chiv to redeem her. We've already learned that tiknu pirkuna tachas periseha. Now, he doesn't have a chiv to redeem her if she gets captured because that chiv is linked to her ksuba, and since she doesn't get her ksuba, so she doesn't get redeemed either. Mazanis means that he doesn't have to feed her when they're married to her, and belais means that when she leaves the marriage, she doesn't get to take the clothing back with her that she brought into the marriage. And the Gemara is going to discuss belais at length. Now the mission just focuses on Islandis for a second. If when he married her originally, he knew she was an Islandist, then she does get a Ksuba. Moving on to more cases. All these cases, we know this person has an Isra to marry this woman. A Kain Gadol is not allowed to marry an Almana. A Kain is not allowed to marry a woman who is divorced or who is a Chalutza. And a regular Israel is not allowed to marry a Nasun or a Mamzer. However, in all these cases, Yeshlehem Ksuba, the woman does get a Ksuba. That's because we can ask him. We say that he's the one that convinced her to marry him. That's because the she wouldn't want to marry him. Her children are going to be puzzled to Kahuna, there will be puzzled Yisraelim. So if they're married, it must be that he convinced her. So therefore, we're going to knas him that he would have to give her the ksuba. And now the Gemara tells us, Rav Tani, Rav Katana Yotzes Beget, ain't lo ksuba. If a Katana gets divorced with a get, this Katana is married and her husband divorces her regularly with a get, ain't lo ksuba, she still doesn't get a ksuba. And Machol she came to my Enes, for sure, if she's Mamayan, if she's one that walks out, of course she's not going to get a ksuba. Where Shmuel Tani, Shmuel taught, Enes ain't lo ksuba, that if she's a Enes, if she walks out on the marriage, she doesn't get a ksuba. But if she's a katan and she got divorced with a get, so then she does deserve ksuba. Now, Vazah Shmuel Tamein, Shmuel Zashi Tasei, the Amr Shmuel, Shmuel had said somewhere else, Ma'enes ain't ksuba, Ma'enes does not get a ksuba, Yatsuba get yesh ksuba. But if she got divorced with a get, she does get a ksuba. Ma'enes, if she walks out on the marriage, Loi Pasal Menachin, Loi Pasal Menachuna, she's not possible for marrying her husband's brothers or from marrying a kain. That's because her original marriage was uprooted. It's like she was never married. But Yatsuba get, if she got divorced with a get, Pasal Menachin, Pasal Menachuna, then she's also to marry her husband's brothers and she's possible to marry a kain. She's considered like a regular. Grusha. Furthermore, if she walks out on the marriage, she doesn't have to wait three months before she gets married to somebody else. If she got divorced with a get, so then she would have to wait three months. So we see from his memory of Shmuel that he's Lashitase. The Gemara asks, My Kamashalon, what do we need Shmuel to tell us this for? Tanina Kulu, we learned all these in a Mishnah. If she's Mamayan, he's allowed to marry her relatives, she's allowed to marry his relatives. It's like they were never married in the first place. She's not possible from Kuna. Not so long get if he gave her a get, who also Bukravasev, he has her Above. He's also to marry her relatives. She's also to marry his relatives. And she's possible from Kuna. So we already have this in a Mishnah. What do we need Shmuel to tell us this for? So the answer is We need Shmuel to tell us this halacha regarding whether or not she has to wait three months because that wasn't taught in the Mishnah. Shmuel is the one that told us this halacha that if she's Mamayan, she doesn't have to wait three months to get remarried. If she got divorced, she does have to wait three months because that wasn't mentioned in the Mishnah. The Gemara suggests, let me continue. let's say this machlek is Tanaim. Rebbe Lazar says, When a Ketanah gets married, that's not like anything. It's not like a real marriage. 
Her husband is not Zaycha. He doesn't merit her that which she finds. If she finds something, she gets to keep it. He also doesn't get her Masiyadayim, that which she produces, and he's not able to be made for her Nadarim. If she dies, he doesn't Yarshan her. If he's a Kain, he's not to become Tamei to her if she dies. The rule is, She's not like his wife for anything. But if she wants to walk out of the marriage, she has to officially do Mion. Rabbi Yeshua, and Rabbi Yeshua says the opposite. Getting married is valid. And her husband, he's Zaychan, her findings, and that which she produces, and he's able to make for her Nadarim, and if she dies, he Yarshans her, and if he's a kind, he can become Tamei to her if she dies. The rule is, says Rabbi Yeshua, she is concerned like his wife for everything. The only thing is that when she leaves, she could walk out, and she doesn't have to get a get. So the Gemara suggests, Let's say Rav, who told us that when Iktan receives a get, she still doesn't get her Ksuba, he holds like Rabbi Lazar, and Shmuel, who says that if Iktan receives a get, she does get her Ksuba, he holds like Rabbi Shua. So the says, No, no one argues in regards to Rabbi Lazar. Ki pligi, what's her homachlaik? It's a libid Rabbi Shua. How to understand Rabbi Shua? Shmuel Rabbi Shua. Clearly Shmuel holds a Rabbi Shua. The Rav, and Rav would explain she does Rabbi Shua as follows. Ad kalikam Rabbi Shua hasam. Rabbi Shua only said over there, When we're talking about something from her to him, so then we say they're considered married. In regards to her having to give him her maesu yadayim or that which she finds, so we say they're considered married. But regarding what he has to give to her, namely the ksuba, loy, even Rabbi Shua would agree that they're not considered married, so Rav could even be going like Rabbi Yeshua. Now we had said in the Meshta Vlebalais that when one of these women leave the marriage, she doesn't get to take the worn out clothing that she brought into the marriage. Now Amr Le'Rafuna Barchil Rav Kahana, Amr Lamish made the Shmuel, you told us the name of Shmuel, Loi Shanu El Nechsemulog. This is only talking about the Nechsemulog. Avon Nechsemulog Barzal Isla, but her Nechsemulog Barzal, that she does deserve, which means that she would deserve the value of this clothing that she brought in when she leaves the marriage. But now Havara Papa, her Papa asked the following question Ahaya, on which woman in the Mishnah are we talking about over here? Ilema Amma Enes, if you want to say we're talking about the woman who did Mion, do we have a problem? Because Ida Isnuhu, if the clothing are still intact, we still have some worn out clothing here when she's leaving the marriage. So Idi Shakla, in both scenarios, whether it's Nechse Mulug or Nechse Tarbarzel, she should be allowed to take those clothing back home. And Vida Lesnuhu, if there's no clothing left, the clothing's totally ruined. So Idi Shakla, whether these clothing that she brought in were Nechse Mulug or Nechse Tarbarzel, she should not be able to be Tevea their value from her husband. And why is that? Because Nechse Tarbarzel, he was allowed to use, and he can claim that he's going to return them if he divorces her, not if she walks out. And Nechse Mulug, even though he wasn't allowed to use them, he can claim that since there's a possibility that she was going to die and he was going to inherit her, and then they will legally become his, so even now he doesn't have to return them unless he divorces her. So it can't be that this halacha, the name of Shmuel, that she deserves this clothing if their Nechsei Tzarbarzel is talking about him in So Gemara suggests, Ella Islandess. It must be they were talking about an Islandess. Well, if so, we still have a problem. Ida Isnuhu, if there's still clothing here intact, Ida Ida Shakla. So whether Nechsei Mulug or Nechsei Tzarbarzel, she should be allowed to take them with her. And Ida Lesnu, if there's no clothing intact, so Ibchami Bailei, really Shmuel should have said the opposite. Nechsei Mulug, the Rashusa Kaimi, the Nechsei Mulug, which is really in her Rashus. As we know, Nechsei Mulug always remain in her Rashus, and her husband only has rights to the Paris. So Isla, then she should be allowed to be Tevea, give me the value of this clothing that you totally ruined. Whereas Nechsei Tzarbarzel, the Libra Shusa Kaimi, Nechsei Tzarbarzel, they're not in her Rashus. So Lesla, she should not be allowed to be Tevea the value when she leaves. Where Shmuel said the opposite, Shmuel said that Nechsei Tzarbarzel, she is able to be Tevea the value. So we answer El Ashnia, must be that this statement of Shmuel was going on the case of the Mishnah Shnia. So why is it that he would have to pay the value of this clothing if they're Nechsei Tzarbarzel? And not Nechsei Mulug, but Kansra Abana Since they have an Isr Shnia to be married to each other, so Rabbanu can ask both of them. The Rabbanu can ask her to him and him to her. Namely, something that she brought into the marriage, which technically should be hers, which is Nechsei Mulug, we say she does not get to take when she leaves. And something that we say is his and he technically should keep, which is the Nechsei Tzarbarzel, we can ask him and we say, those you have to give back. Now, Rashim Barashi, he tells us, we learn from what Rakhana said, the Ayol Glima, if she brought in a coat, which is Nechsei Mulug, Kairna that's considered Karen, 
and he's not allowed to wear it until it gets totally worn away. As we know, when she brings in Nechzimulog, he's only allowed to benefit from the pay rice. But if something's considered Karen, it's considered the actual principle, so he's not allowed to benefit from it. As the Gemara of Hamar of Nachman, of Nachman said, Peirahava, that if she brings in a coat, if she brings in a garment, that's considered pay rice, and it's not considered Karen. So the Gemara answers, Rav Nachman Pliga. Rav Nachman argues with Rav Kahana. And we had said the Mishnah, Eilin, Ksuba, that these women do not get Ksuba when they leave the marriage. Now, Amr Shmuel, Shmuel said, Loishna Elamana Masayim. This is only talking about the base Ksuba of either 100 or 200. Of Tesefes Yeshlehen. But in regards to the Tesefes, that which her husband added on when he married her, that she gets, even if she's a Shnia or an Islandess or a Ma'enes. Why is that? That's because since he's adding it on on his own accord, and he did that, as Rashi says, just for Chibaz Bia, regardless of whether or not the marriage was going to last, so therefore he would have to pair the Tesefes. And Tainami Hachi of Abbas like this, Nashim Sharm Chacham Eilan Ksuba, regarding women that the Chamim said they do not deserve their Ksuba. Kigan, for example, Hamma Enes, Vechavriseha, a woman who's Mayan and all of her friends, such as an Islandess or a Shnia, Eilahan Manu Masayim, they do not get the Manu or Masayim, Havot Tesefes Yeshlahan, they do get the Tesefes. The Brasa continues, Nashim Sharm Chacham Yatzeshlav Ksuba, regarding women the Chamim said who leave without Ksuba, Kigan Averis Haldas Vechavriseha, like a woman who's Ivar Aldas Yehudas or Das Masha, we've had this woman previously, and any of the other women that are mentioned in that Mishnah, Eilahan Tesefes, they don't get the Tesefes Ksuba either. And Vakoshikan Manu Masayim, for sure, they're not going to get the Manu Masayim. And by Yotzim Shum Shemra, if she's leaving because of Shemra, there's a rumor about her that she was Mazana, then tell us Mashallah for now, she takes that which is in front of her, which is the Nechse Melug, the Yotza, and then she goes out. And Masayel Rav Huna, this is Raya for Rav Huna, Dom Rav Huna, he says, Zinsa, if she was Mazana, Loyev Sido, Kofalfom and Bezan Tab, Bloysa Kayamin, she does not lose the worn out clothing which is there, that she gets to take back with her. However, Tony Tanaka made Rav Nachman, a Brasa was taught in front of Rav Nachman, and the Brasa says, Zinsa, if she's Bloysa Kayamin, if she's Mazana, she loses out on this worn out clothing. So Amalehi asked him, Im he Zinsa, if she was Mazana, were her kalim, her clothing mazana? They weren't mazana, meaning her clothing didn't do anything wrong. So just because she was mazana, why should she lose out on taking her clothing back with her? So really, the proper version of the brasa is, If she's mazana, she does not lose out on her worn-out clothing, which is still there. And This brasa that was just quoted in front of Rav Nachman, which we just said was an incorrect brasa, those are the words of Rav Nachman. If she was mazana, she does not lose out on this worn-out clothing, which is still there. And I continue to explain the Mishnah, we had said in Mitchilanis of Achulu, if he had married her Lashem that she was an islandess, meaning he knew that she was an islandess, she does not lose her ksuba. Now, Amr Avhuna Avhuna tells us, Islandess, Isha ve'ena Isha. An islandess sometimes is like a full fledged wife, sometimes not. Almana, if an Almana marries a Kayan Gadol, Isha Gemura, she's considered like his full fledged wife. Now we explain, Islandess, Isha ve'ena Isha. An islandess is sometimes his full fledged wife, sometimes not. And when is it that we differentiate? Hikerba, yesh laksuba, la hikerba, ain laksuba. If he knew about her beforehand, he knew that she was an islandess before, so then she's going to get a ksuba. If he didn't know about it beforehand, so she's not going to get a ksuba. Whereas Almana, if a Kayan Gadol married an Almana, Isha Gemura, Bain Hikerba, Bain Lohikerba, she's considered his full fledged wife, whether or not he knew she was an Almana, and Yesh Laksuba, she would get her ksuba. Rav Yehuda, I'm Rav Yehuda, argues. He says, Achazu, Achazu, it does make difference if we're talking about an Islandess or an Almana to a Kayan Gadol, Isha Vein Isha, they both have these aspects of sometimes their full fledged wife, sometimes not. Hikerba, Yesh Laksuba, Lohikerba, Ain Laksuba. If he knew about her that she was an Islandess or that she was an Almana, so she deserves her ksuba. If he didn't know that she was an Islandess or an Almana, so then she does not get her ksuba. But now, basically, the Gemara asks a question from Abraisa. If he married her, she was that, and it turns out that she was that. Yesh Laksuba, she does deserve her Ksuba. Now, what's the inference from that Brisa? Hastama in Laksuba. If he married her Stam without knowing what she was, it implies that she would not get a Ksuba. And that's what Tiyafta Umar Afuna said. So Gemara says, no. Lay Tema Hastama in Laksuba. 
Don't make an inference from the Brysa of that if he married her Stam, she wouldn't get a Ksuba. Ela'ima, rather, what should we say is that the Brysa is as follows. If he married her Bechaskas, that she's not that. And it turns out that she was that. It turns out that she was an Almana, let's say. Ain't look Ksuba, then she does not get a Ksuba. What's the inference from this version? Let's say he married her Stam without any intention in mind. Isla, then she would get a Ksuba. The Gemara has hold one second. If this is really so, what we just said, Adetani, instead of teaching, that he married her with intention that she was that, and it turns out that she was that. Yashla Ksuba, she does deserve her Ksuba. We should just teach a case of Stam, where he married her Stam. It'd be a Kol Shekane if he married her knowing what she was, and it turns out that she was that. Of course she would deserve her Ksuba. Right, and furthermore, Tani, we have a brass that says, If he married her knowing what she was, and it turns out that that's what she was, Yashla Ksuba, she does get a Ksuba. But if he married her Stam, she doesn't get a Ksuba. This is a clear refutation to Rav Huna. Now we just have to explain where Rav Huna went wrong. Rav Huna, Rav Huna, he made a mistake in the way he learned our Mishnah. Who saw her, he thought, from the fact that our Mishnah made a differentiation only in the case of Islanders. Our Mishnah had said that if he married an Islanders, knowing she's an Islanders, so then she gets her Ksuba. But our Mishnah later on didn't make a differentiation in the case of an Almana, so Mechlal, he made an inference from there that Almana, Afilu Stamanami Isla, that if a kind Gadol married a woman, Stam, and turns out that she was an Almana, she would still get Aksuba. But Valahi, that's not so. Kikatani la la Almana, plucked the island is Kai. The whole case in the Mishnah that says an Almana gets Aksuba, that's coming based off of what we had just said on the case of the islandess, and the case of the islandess getting her Aksuba is that he married her knowing she's an islandess, so too it would be the same thing with the case of Almana to the Gain Gadol. The only way she was going to get her Aksuba is if he knew that she was an Almana. However, just like the Brisa told us, if the Gain Gadol married this Almana Stam, then she would not get Aksuba. Hajan for finishing the 11th just like we finished this pair together, we should be zakhir to finish the entire masech together, and of course, all of Shas together. We're going to stop you for the day, pick it up tomorrow with a fresh parak. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.